Hello, lover. This is Arabella, the Love and Sex Podcast. If you're interested in sacred sex and divine love, I'll twist it up with some spiritual guidance, then this is the podcast for you. Today's episode will begin after our sponsored segment. If you are a returning listener or viewer, thank you. If you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we have a very special gift uh, of guest Sarah B. You can find her on Twitter, and I'm very endeared to her. So um, Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're here to listen to us. And how did we meet, Sarah? Well, I think we met on um, Twitter, and I saw that you do um, Twin Flame readings and Twin Flame letters, and I thought that sounded um, pretty interesting, so I went onto your Etsy page and purchased one, and of course, my higher self was very sassy to you, so I knew I had to have some sort of bond or sisterhood have that kind of relationship with a higher self who refused to 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 give you assistance so yeah yeah I I immediately knew there was some kind of kindred spirit past life connection or something because it was almost like reading my own bratty <laughs> child yes I called her a brat anyway <laughs> I'm glad that we met uh and how the universe connected us. I from Twitter. She is an intuitive channel for collective consciousness. Mary Magdalene, the Twin Flame Collective, Guinevere, Kuan Yin, and other ascended masters and galactic beings. So Sarah and I have a lot in common there. Uh, she teaches energetic sex, connects energy in her oracle readings, and I'm so proud of her. She has started a local chapter of the Sisterhood of the Rose for her community. And is a student of the School of Metaphysics. So um, it, it's funny. I have these notes over here. I'm not like being spazzo or anything. I have notes, but I had to make them so big because my eyes are so old. And I was thinking about um, how perfect that is to talk about energy. Because yeah. um, I'm actually old enough to be your mother. <laughs> And my new student is 19, and I realized, well, technically, I'm old enough to be her grandmother. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, but the energy, because everything's energy, it has nothing to do with our physical vessel at all. So, and other connections, too. It has nothing to do with how a person looks or their age, um, because there's partners who are 20 years older or younger than me, who wonderful to me as somebody my, my own age. So it's, it's really a beautiful thing how the energy and the, the soul can flirt with each other. Whereas the looks... Completely agree with you on that. So how did you um, 
come to know about this type of energy exchange. Um, sure. Well, first of all, um, I haven't had, um, I'm, I had an awakening probably last April, so I haven't been awake for really that long. I always knew I was different and, and things like that, but my initial awakening was kind of a sexual experience to begin with. Um, where I was drawn to go out under the, the moon and um, meditate at night. And it seemed to spontaneously um, open my kundalini. So I was out in my backyard, not really sure what was going on, but it felt like the energy from Mother Earth was coming up through me and awakening me and awakening my, my sexual nature um, in April of 2020. So... Um, when that happened, you kind of know something more special and beyond your three-dimensional life is happening. Life is so, never the same here, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so then af after that, my intuition was telling me to get a Twitter account. And I'd never really been on to Twitter before, but once I got onto there, I uh, quickly started to meet other people who were um, like myself and realized that um, my energy, especially for divine masculine, was very attractive energy. And there is men that I would reach out to me from like Denmark or Sweden and they would mention what sweet energy I had and I could feel their energy and they could feel mine. And it was just amazing, right? Mm -hmm. So the first partner I ever had um, he had never meditated before, but he was drawn to me. So we sat down for about 10 minutes and meditated together. And after that meditation, we realized that we had, um, past lives and they were very romantic past lives. And so we definitely felt that sexual energy right away. And maybe after two or three weeks of talking, I could just feel his sexual energy. It just felt so horny and it just felt awesome to me too and I just wanted to go so badly get in my car and just uh drive to where he he was but yeah. that wasn't possible so next thing I knew it it felt like I was having my nipples played with and it felt like I was being touched down below and it felt like somebody was penetrating me but they weren't there <laughs> so no. I asked him because we were texting and I said well what are you doing right now it feels really good and and he just goes I'm making love to you my dear do you like it and I'm like yes <laughs> and so that was really my first time just sitting out on my deck chatting with um a prior life connection like a soulmate connection and feeling that energy and it just kind of happened spontaneously so it was a very um beautiful juicy wet mm -hmm. exciting experience yeah. <laughs> you're bringing back fond memories of around 2014 for me and my experience so <laughs> i appreciate oh. that yeah yeah very, very similar experience was it also on a deck or outside <laughs> uh, there was actually a deck involved yeah yeah <laughs> See, we really are kindred spirits. Yes, so it's kind of like wherever you can have have some privacy and, and things 
and things like that. And sometimes it just just happens. So I know you and I were talking about like funny places where um, energetic sex has happened and things like that too, because when somebody is looking at you and your energy is connecting, they don't necessarily know what's going on. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very true. I remember way back though, it felt like everyone knew like what was going on and it, and um, you know, I'm now divorced and been divorced yes. since 2014, but at the time I was not divorced. And I remember <laughs> we were in our Jeep together and um, this energetic partner of mine, mm -hmm. like is all over me in the private <laughs> regions. And I'm like screaming. <laughs> it, it, and then now X is looking at me like, you okay over there? Oh yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. And it, it does too. Like when the energy's coming in, it feels so real. You could almost just close your eyes and you're like, mm, baby, it just feels like you're behind me if your arms wrapped around me. And it just, it just feels so, so good and so natural. Absolutely. And I think that's the beautiful thing about it is it makes the world feel like a lot smaller place too. So I know with the lockdowns and stuff, a lot of people can't travel or necessarily leave their house or in their in weird situations <laughs> and so mm -hmm. with you know quantum Some, we're really something something we had talked about was the healing aspect of it I really want you to like talk to our viewers about that oh yeah on how yeah, sure. we can heal each other so for me and for my other partners of course uh nothing's ever been perfect on on earth and for a lot of divine feminines they've had um, prior sexual abuse or um, partners who seem to just uh, physically love love them and didn't really have that much of a heartfelt connection and then for the divine masculine a lot of times they're looking for somebody with a heartfelt connection, like they kind of feel the same way that that a woman does, where ugh, I'm just being physically taxed to do this this thing and to perform, and I know there's got to be more to this um, connection or to love making, more of the love aspect, I suppose. Yeah. So for for me, it's just such a a beautiful thing because it's opened up my energy. Um, sexually, because I had thought maybe I just don't like sex anymore, or maybe I'm too old for sex, or maybe nobody would want me anymore. You know, it's just the things with with being married after a while, and or having like bad relationships and getting getting burned. It just really starts to eat at those parts of of you that are really the most beautiful, creative parts. So for, for me, feeling that kind of love with a person who's a thousand miles away from me, mm -hmm. that's amazing. And at the same time, they're having that connection with me that they may have never felt before in their entire life. And it's a heartfelt, soulfelt connection. It yeah. feels like your entire energetic body is blending with with theirs like chakras are aligning the um souls feel like they're aligning if you close your mm -hmm. eyes yes uh you can just see your energetic self in the astral just 
dancing with that energy and just loving that person and appreciating them on a blissful divine love connection. It's so mm-hmm. incredibly beautiful. And after you've had um, an ast- astral orgasm or an energetic orgasm, you just want to sit there for a minute because it's just so beautiful and just it feels like your breath is synchronizing with your partner's breath and it feels like your heartbeat is beating the same as as their heart is beating and it's just so beautiful you could cry it's it's yeah and until you experience it um it's it's actually kind of, for me, it's kind of hard to put into words. You're doing a beautiful job and doing so because I have a very hard time elaborating on how blissful it is. And um, for me, actually better than the physical act of sex in recent history. I totally agree. It does feel better than the physical act of sex because the connection feels deeper and more real. And then it just seems like the orgasm is not just physical, it can be physical, but it's also on the energetic level too. And the amount of energy- orgasm, I call that. Uplifted, (laughs) you get your vibration up so high that your whole body is tingling and you just feel complete ecstasy. And one partner described it as the closest you can get to to God's love on three-dimensional earth that anyone else can feel. So if somebody can feel that here and have that sort of connection, then you know you're lifting your your vibration to a higher level. Absolutely. Was he able to, um, because your experience and mine sound very similar, was he able to, or any of your partners, been able to explain what they are experiencing? Is it different than what we're experiencing for them or? I think it's been a little bit different for each um, partner. Uh, one of the one of the things that um, you and I had thought about is, well, you know, sh- should you touch yourself or not touch yourself? I think either as male partner, they might not necessarily release or come. Uh, whereas for a female partner, she's just going to be probably a, a juicy, wet mess, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the male partner wants to, they may also stroke themselves at the same same time, and it it does feel like penetration to the to the female. Mm-hmm. And so, if they want to come physically, they can, but it might not be necessary for them. They might be able to um, hold their seat in. Yeah. but still feel that energetic orgasm. Well, it feels good. That's it feels awesome. <laughs> it feels awesome. And it was um, a little mind-blowing to me when I first experienced it. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> um, the other thing that's really cool that I think the guys especially get into is there may be things that they don't really necessarily do do with 3d sex that you can do uh with energetic sex so no taboo or kinky thing is really off off limits there so 
if they tell you you're doing a thing and it's not necessarily a thing that you would do in 3D, I would say just go for it if it feels good. Yeah. Um, well, for me, I think that's part of the purity, which might be a strange word, but the purity of the connection because there's no limits. There's no limitations, which normally were, you know, sometimes people are shy or don't want to ask for certain things or don't want to try things. And so it's very liberating, the energetic exchange, in my opinion. Yeah. And a lot of times for, for me, I might just be texting like some sassy messages and stuff back and forth with the person or sassy. What? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Or if you're interested in making that connection with a partner that you've already established, um, you could just send them a sexy picture with what you want them to do to you later. (laughs) And it's funny because it's energetic um, connection. So you don't even need a red receipt because you'll know when they get that mess, you'll feel it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I can attest to that one too. Yeah. So, so what if, what if I know nothing about this, that, that energetic sex even is, a thing and it's a, it's a real thing it's just not in the physical mm-hmm. uh, like how can I start experimenting with this or maybe find a partner that to you know sure well there's going to be certain people that you are going to magnetically draw to you or that you'll be drawn to especially like on a community like Twitter or whatever social media profile uh, that you're using. And as you start to talk with them, that is an exchange of energy. And if you are DMing with a person just about, you know, whatever the weather, who, who cares, you're yeah. going to start to feel that person's energy. And if it feels uh, heavy or thick, then you might not want that person as your, it feels light or high vibration, or if just talking about the weather starts to make you a little bit turned on, then you could even just say something, just to uh, give you an energetic hug right now. Do you want to see what that feels like? And if the hug feels good, it's going to turn them on and turn you on also. (laughs) And you can just feel honest about it. Like, say I feel I feel really good energy with with you right now did you did you like that hug because it kind of turned me on you know and if they're not not interested it's the same thing as you know 3d but that might lead the conversation um towards them being a potential partner because I know a lot of um divine masculines and divine feminines right now are coming to me and they're wanting to make those energetic connections because it's a whole lot of fun and it's sexy and great pleasure and something awesome to do while we're on lockdown. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> and what is, is there a step-by-step process that you could explain for people that are new um, to this? There's like some people have different ways that, that they might want to um, start that connection. Um, so one of them would be making sure that your um, chakras are clear. And there's even um, chakras on your hands, for instance. So this is called the paintbrush method. So there's chakras on your hands. You can imagine that you're 
painting with your hands. And then after about 30 seconds, close your eyes and then just uh, see if you can feel without touching um, the, that chakra there. And you should be able to feel um, that energy and it's gonna start to feel like, like touch. Um, so you could, you could start that with your partner if you wanted to, to practice on your own or um, just ask your, ask your partner or whoever you're talking to, like say that you're giving them a big hug and you're scratching um, the hair behind their neck. Just be like, can you feel what I just did? Um, or you could give them a passionate um, kiss. I think the key to it though, your heart is really into it because that's what's going to to feel really, really good um, to that person is to have that um, heart connection and having your emotion in it. And this is this is one thing. Where if you're into them and you're not absolutely focused, it's it's not going to work. But as you're starting to make an energetic connection and ramp up that energy, you're going to feel it all through your body, and probably you're going to um, feel it in your head and your crown chakra and your sides because what's happening is you're having telepathic communication essentially so your energetic body is talking to that person right absolutely that's awesome yeah um, how because we exchange energy and it feels good um, but sometimes like I've had experiences where then I get on the, uh, a video with them or something I'm like, oh yeah, no, not the same energy as I was experiencing. Um, do you have any experience with that or like how we can, um, determine or keep ourselves, you know, safe, maybe even during the act? Yeah. So one of the things to keep your energy safe would be to make sure that um, when you're having that connection that um, you're imagining a, sh a sh light shield around you and your partner. Um, mm -hmm. So you may want to make sure that your partner parts to clear their energy before um, they come into that connection and that you're going through your entire body and you're separating those connections. Some people like to imagine they have Archangel Michael's sword and, and they're using that, but whatever your method is, make sure that your energy is clear before you connect with that person and theirs is clear too, because it's gonna feel a whole lot better. And then when you're done, you're going, after you've done your shielding and you're in your little bubble and you've done your thing in your bubble, um, you may want to um, sever that connection or just imagine pulling your energy back away from that person. Um, otherwise, if you're maintaining that connection, you might have feelings that aren't really your own or it might cause your partner to have um, kind of a headache later on or not necessarily um, feel like themselves either. So it is Good important point. to clear yeah. that energy out. Yeah. Have you ever had any bad experiences? I have. Um, last summer, I was um, at my parents' house having lunch. And I'm not saying it's bad, but it, it just, energetic sex, I feel like, has to have some of the same rules as 3D sex. Like, it can't be without my permission. Yeah. And I was having lunch with my mom and dad, and it just started to feel like, 
somebody was having sex with me and it was like hard rambunctious like sex and I'm like mom will you please excuse me so I went outside and I um cleared my energy and later that day I I found out that um another person like two people were trying to have an energetic sex hookup with me without mm -hmm. telling me about it yeah. So that instantly pulled my energy in, whereas I wasn't really giving um, permission for that energetic sex to be happening to me. So yeah. you definitely want to be aware of that. Um, you can always say no to the energy. So part of it was just me being new and being like, oh, this feels kind of good. I'm kind of curious about it. But you can absolutely say no to somebody else's energy. That is within your power, too. Mm -hmm. yeah agreed agreed um any other burning topics while I have you here that you would like to share Miss Sarah what did we what did we say Arabella how many times is too many times in one day oh. <laughs> we both basically said eight we said so anything... I just said eight or nine you said eight yeah yeah I, I was pretty exhausted after eight I was I younger. Ice cream after that. <laughs> I think I slept for about 12 hours myself, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that saying about, um, oh yeah, I don't know. Uh, what is that saying? Um, oh gosh, I can't remember. <laughs> That's funny. But I. About I not doing it too much. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was, I was beyond anything when I've people these questions. There's been some really positive experience for teaching other um, women about this too. Mm -hmm. And who her husband is abroad and he's been gone for um, three years, so she hasn't really seen him or had any contact um, with him. And mm -hmm. so for her to make that um, connection and and learn how to reconnect physically with somebody that that she can't be with um is just so beautiful mm -hmm. to see that kind of connection or you know some of my my you know connections have been pretty lonely <laughs> so i think that's very healing for them to feel that kind of kind of love and stuff like that too so it really is a sacred connection and we need to treat it as as such so yes it is a lot of fun it's going to feel really good, um, really but, good. Yeah. but you should also um, honor and respect that con connection too um and that connection with that person so mm -hmm. absolutely agree um yeah and what you were saying earlier about coming into it in a space of love Yes. Um, you know, this is, um, like you said, it, it's sacred. Um, you know, I'm, I'm currently practicing sacred celibacy by choice, and, but I do have energetic partners and um, it's so love-based. And when we yeah. can do that both energetically, but also physically start 
getting back to the true sacredness of sex, man, I'll just be, I'll be a happy camper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah happy and, camper. and I'll be honest, once, once you go back to like a completely 3d partner after that, it just really doesn't feel the same. It just, <laughs> it doesn't. I can attest to that. <laughs> I had to been learned, you know, the hard way for me because once I had a soul connection with a person with that much um, energy and, and things like that, you really can't go back to the old way of life of just the old physical in out and falling asleep at the end of the night. It's it's not like that anymore. Yeah. Women want more. Men want more too. And and we deserve more. We really Absolutely. deserve bliss in our love and sex relationships. In <laughs> what better way than my, to yeah. orgasm loudly with nobody in the room? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I must say my, my probably most uncomfortable with experience was um, I was stuck in commute traffic when I was living <laughs> in Sacramento, California, bumper to bumper, and I could not like, hey, stop. <laughs> <laughs> People are driving by like, Oh, you know that I, you're probably too young. There's a movie called When Harry Met Sally and she sits at the table in a diner and fakes an orgasm. And that was oh. me in commute traffic, <laughs> except it was, I wasn't faking. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. So there are going to be yeah. some very humorous moments, like when you're trying to get ready for, for yoga practice and you're sitting there at the mat and trying not to let everybody know what's going on, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. So there is some responsibility there um, over the years. That I've learned that too. I've learned that too. Yes. So what do you have? I know that you um, have some new dreams and goals and uh, things that you're working on for this coming 2021. You want to tell us about them? Yeah. The um, biggest thing is that um, I've been divinely guided to start a sisterhood of the Rose Group in uh, my local area. Mm -hmm. So right now we're kind of just in the planning stages of, of that. But um, as I've gotten to meet other women at my yoga studio and then just um, out and about at the cafe and the local bookshop and things like that, I've noticed that women really need a place to connect right now. And that a lot of us are all in the same situation right now. A lot of women um, have a, agreed that there is more to life. It seems like a lot more women are awakening recently than men. And mm -hmm. they're all uh, realizing that they have um, special abilities or um, realizing that they have um, a spiritual path. So I'm going to get uh, those women together um, mm -hmm. weekly and we will be initiating the goddess vortex, which is divine feminine energy. And through that meditation, hopefully, since it is a sisterhood of the Rose International and our local chapter, um, we'll just be balancing out that um, divine masculine energy. But in addition to that, it's also making friendship connections and connections for women who are starting uh, Reiki practices, uh, women who are starting their own yoga studios, uh, young business owners. Um, it's going to be a great way for us to um, connect in that way with our community. So I'm really excited for that. I love that. Women helping other women rise. 
We so need that. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. I know nothing but success for you and abundance and love and happiness and all of that goodness. And I'm, I'm so happy that this all was orchestrated by the universe and that you are my very first guest because I've been doing podcasts and I realized I posted my 88th podcast, so I'm not new to podcasting, but that you're my first guest. I'm just so pleased. So honored. That's amazing. And I love you so much. Yeah, we, it takes a, a village for sure. So it does take a village. So if you enjoyed this podcast, you're listening or you're watching to us on YouTube, um, I have another special guest coming up. We're going to be talking about what is love, but it's from a spiritual guru, my friend Dan Nichols, and that will be posting on February 14th, the day of love. You can also catch me weekday mornings and evenings, 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. I'm giving you some divine love to start your day and then some erotic meditation to relax and chill in the evening thank you for being here please subscribe like comment and share until next time this is arabella thank you sarah thank you we are going to Thanks for listening, lovers. This has been a Black White Production, copyright 2021. All information is for entertainment purposes only. Please see the links below to get in touch with. This is Arabella. Until next time.